You are listening to the Delay and Pray podcast, episode number 46. Welcome to the Delay and Pray podcast, where certified Catholic and weight loss coach Beth Bubick teaches you how to permanently lose weight through spiritual fasting. Get ready to gain faith and lose weight through a joyful transformation of both body and soul. Now, your host, Beth, the Catholic Fasting Coach. Hello, everyone. I hope your week is going great. I just started the new Delay and Pray group coaching experience this week, and this is the last group of the year. And this group, well, they are stupendous. I mean, honestly, I love all my clients and each group just brings more and more energy to the table. God just continues to bless my work as my team and I work really hard at bringing more and more spiritual fasting warriors into the kingdom. I love the energy of beginning again. And every time I start a new group, it's like I'm beginning again as well. And the weight loss is great, but just the mystery and the depth of just leaning into God and being really hungry for him, it just never ends. It just gets deeper and deeper. And I love that. So as you know, I'm very energetic and I feed off the energy of others. So I welcome as much joy and love into the group as possible. Whatever they bring to the table is awesome. And let me tell you, this is a great, great group. It's going to be such a gift to coach these beautiful souls all the way to Christmas. So That is really what we're here to talk about today. I want to talk about Catholic coaching. It's coaching. Coaching is amazing. It really is the secret sauce to the whole program. And it has been the secret sauce to managing my emotional and spiritual life as well. And it still is. My entire life has changed for the better since becoming a coach and being coached too. I do both every single week. Combine this with the sacraments and some truthful information. And my friends, you have yourself a dream life. Everything becomes possible. Even what you think you can't handle, even those really, really hard things that seem impossible, you can do it with God. You can do anything with God. So for this podcast, we're going to air the coaching portion of the Hungry for God virtual dinner party. And this is with Lisa Canning and Aaron Ingold. You're going to love our conversation. These two women, well, they are two of my most favorite people in the whole wide world, especially coaching. So I would love for you to listen and just enjoy. My next two guests, we are in the salad portion and... Tonight, we have Erin and Lisa for this section, and these are wonderful women who used to be my coaches, actually. Erin was one of my first Catholic coaches, and Lisa was my business coach, and they have so much wisdom and practical knowledge to share. I'm telling you, I just, I can't wait to talk to both of them. So, um, Lisa, I'm going to talk a little bit about Lisa, and then I'll talk about Erin, and we'll kind of go from there. And then I'll show you my salad that I made. I can't wait to show you that. So Lisa Canning, she is known as the Possibility Mom. And listen to this. She is the beautiful mom of 11 kids. Currently, she is 30 weeks pregnant with her 11th child and author of the book, The Possibility Mom, How to Be a Great Mom and Pursue Your Dreams at the Same Time. And let me tell you, she knows how to do that. 
She has a deep desire to help women follow their dreams and does this as a certified mindset coach and business coach. More recently, she is bringing her desire to empower women in her role as president of the Guiding Star Project, a national women's life-affirming healthcare initiative. And she's going to help us understand that anything is possible in life with God involved. And then we have Erin. Erin Ingold is the CEO of Metanoia Catholic with her husband, Matt, and she is lovely and charming, just like Lisa. And she's the co-host of the Catholic Coaching Podcast and co-founder of Metanoia Catholic. Lisa and I both graduated from Metanoia Catholic. This is a Catholic coaching company that is dedicated to helping Catholics discover and live God's plan for their lives. Um, she's also a graduate of Franciscan University of Steubenville and certified life coach through the Life Coach School, same as me. All right, so I want to go ahead and welcome Lisa and Erin. I'm so excited to have them at the dinner party this evening. But before we start, let me just show everyone this salad. This is the palm apple salad that I made. I tossed up for this evening. And it has um, homemade um, buttermilk dressing, if you can do dairy. And, but I didn't put it on there because I'm going to eat this tomorrow and I didn't want it to get soggy. But little tip for you, pears and apples, if you don't want them to brown, you can soak them in apple juice even like 50% sugar. So if you, if you're ever taking apples, cause these have been out for a long time and they're still beautifully, beautifully white. So um, my dream is to have a cooking channel one day, but um, so anyway, just a tip. So I am going to bring on Lisa until Erin comes and then, okay, add spotlight and there she is. Oh my gosh. That salad looks Amazing. Like, I want you to take that from the screen and put it into my <laughs> in there. belly oh, my right now. Goodness, my goodness. <laughs> well, um, you know, you and I, you helped me so much uh, last year, redesign my course, kind of get me started on a different platform and just helped me so much um, with just the whole bringing spiritual fasting to women. You helped me narrow down my focus. Um, you were so great. Um, it's just the mindset of getting a business started. It's hard getting a business, even tonight, running a webinar. <laughs> I, and what's funny is I'm spiritually fasting all day. So, I mean, I was, uh, you know, just fasting to make sure that it would go well. And, um, you know, you set me up for success for sure, Lisa. And I'm just so, um, so uh, just appreciative of that. And so why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself and, and how, you know, the spiritual fasting, like when you went through my course and we would have these beautiful discussions and I would get really frustrated because starting a business is challenging. If anybody tells you that you're going to start a business and a coaching business, and it's just going to be like, yeah, I mean, it was fun, but at the same time, you know, you, uh, you just kept, you're, you're just really in there with me. You were just really yoked with me. And that was special. <laughs> So. Well, no, I, I really do have to share the impact your work had on me. Like I, I had the benefit of, of course, working with you and, and, and getting you, um, you know, launched in a lot of different ways, but I, I never, fasting to me was like what you did at Lent. And it was just sort of like, you picked kind of the thing that you could maybe tolerate giving up. So like, at least that's how I viewed fasting. And it's interesting because I'm currently pregnant with baby number 11. I've done this many, many times. So I have, of course, gone through the absence of things like wine, like whatever. But it's fascinating. Working with you helped me to really see how much I used certain things. Even if you only have one little glass, doesn't really matter how much I used things to cope. And your program invited me 
to use Jesus to cope. Like there's really no other way to say it other than that the weight loss element is kind of like this fun bonus. It's the spiritual growth and development that truly I think is very remarkable about your work. So yeah, I'm just, I'm very, very grateful for you. And you were so much fun. You are so much fun. And that video teared, I, I teared up. I, I noticed you turned your camera off. <laughs> um, it was such a, that was a really beautiful, you know, I've, I've heard so many stories about your mom, and, but I'd never seen any of those photos. So oh, yeah, yeah. we had, so, we, we had a, a good life together, but you know, what's interesting about you and I, and, um, and then I'm going to get to you, Erin, can't wait to talk to you, um, is that. So some people think like, oh my gosh, she must be an alcoholic. Um, and it's not that. It's just that I I loved having my two glasses of wine on a Friday night or three, I, I two glasses of wine, three white claws. I mean, I had this thing, right? And um, and sometimes during the week, we you know we would have a glass of wine or something, but just even in the summer, like going out on the deck and just having a glass of wine out there. And um, I I just it was a lot of work for me to really change my mindset on what that was doing for me and the comfort it was actually giving me and and having changing my desire for that um, to desire to fast. And at the beginning, I would have these thoughts and I would say, this isn't fun. And then one time I said it out loud, I said to my husband, gosh, is this gonna get easier? This isn't fun. And he goes, Beth, it's fasting. It's not supposed to be fun. <laughs> and I was like, that's true. You know, so one of the things I really work on is um, rewiring um, my rewiring my brain um, from the emotional thoughts attached to alcohol. So like if I want it, I want it. But honestly, this mocktail here, you know, um, this is amazing. I really don't drink them. And I'm going to start making these. This is a pear. It's not sweet. It's a pear with a little Pellegrino and some mint and basil. And actually, you guys, it's delicious. Um, it's, Again, it's take it from the screen, put it into mine, and put it in my belly right now. Hi, Erin. This Hi, is so Aaron. fun. The three of us are on one dinner party. I like truly. This is this is like so much fun for me this that the so three of us are around <laughs> same virtual table. Yes, absolutely. So, Erin. Hi. Hi. I'm so sorry. I was on the wrong link. Oh, no worries. Or that's my bad. It's, <laughs> it's okay. You know what my thought was today? I'm so good at tech. Oh, I, just, <laughs> I need that thought. Erin, take the thought because you and I, because I thought to myself, oh no, it's the tech. And I was like, no, I'm so good at tech. I'm like a tech aficionado. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, click, click, click. Anyway, it's all good. So we are talking tonight about, you've been through my program as well, Erin. And of course I went through your coaching school, which was phenomenal. And then I also was a drill instructor for you, but um, it's really all about our thoughts. And it's about the yeah. reason cycle. And it was you, when I was talking to Jay, um, it was this body soul composite that you and Matt explained so phenomenally well that I was like, what? How, how come I'm in my fifties and I'm just learning this. So um, tell us a little bit about how both of you, like how coaching is key and mm -hmm. how using the body and soul composite in the coaching um, because we have we have to have this Catholic anthropology of how we're working in order to coach well. Yeah. Um, otherwise, it's just self-reliance. Um, and then I want to turn it back over to Lisa with possibility. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, I think, I guess the best way to describe it is we know something's off when we externally notice habits, 
we know something's off interiorly, right? Like, so John Paul II, I'm totally going to butcher this line, but I'll give you the idea of what it means. Um, he says, the exterior reality shows shows the reality of the interior life. So like what we do on the outside shows this, what, what what's happening on the inside. And um, when you when it comes to fasting or any type of habit that you're changing, it starts with your mind. It starts with your thoughts because your thoughts directly affect your emotions and then your emotions are, you know, moving you to act. So when you find yourself in the pantry at like 10 o'clock at night looking for Oreos, it's because there there has been a habit of thought and a habit of emotion and, and probably possibly an avoidance of emotion, usually, right? An avoidance or resistance of an emotion. So um, so I like things that work and work efficiently, right? And I like finding the roots to things. So when when both of you and we both discovered this from our life coach school training, but then also we found that this goes way deeper into our Catholic faith and way like a lot further back than just secular um, yeah. personal development. Uh, what we discovered was, oh yeah, this is really happening at the root um, in our thoughts, in our thinking. Yes. Yeah, so at the life coach school, we learned that there's a set of facts about our life and then we have thoughts about them and those thoughts create feelings, the feelings um, create actions, and then we have a result and, and our thoughts always show up in our lives. So, and it's funny because if you go to mass, that penitential act one or a, when you first start, it's in my thoughts, in my words and what I have done and what I have failed to do through my fault, through my fault. I always think about that now because it's like, okay, what am I thinking? It really starts in your thoughts. And then, so that was beautiful. So you and I learned that, but then we went to your school and you drilled way down into the reason cycle. Okay. So we have um, a material intellect and an immaterial, a higher intellect and where the grace comes in and, you know, where the, the, the intellect and the will have this dance and your, your intellect is always talking the will into what it needs to do. And sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. And then there's this whole, you know, coaching on the thoughts in order to get you to think a little bit differently so you can talk your will into doing what it needs to do and updating your emotions. So we are at a, sometimes we leave ourselves um, just at the will of our emotions. And that's not the right word, just the whim of our emotions or whatever it is. And that's not good. Yes. Yeah, we're kind of um, not undoing because we can't really undo this, but like with the grace of God coming back into integrity, which, which, which was how we were built before the fall. So like before the fall, our emotions were subject to our rational thinking. After the fall, and most of us can like attribute, like really probably attest to this, we feel like we're at the effect of our emotions all the time. And then we act out of that and then we think. <laughs> and right. so it kind of goes backwards, but um, really what the reason cycle is and how we teach um, our coaches to coach, but also everybody in our academy, we teach them how to kind of take back and steward our intellect and and adhere it to truth because through truth when we actually like align our intellect with universal truth we always choose our greatest good and in this case choosing our greatest good if we're going to bring this back to fasting it's like a healthy body and 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 offering up our fasts for those that we love yeah, because we are we are body and soul from head to toe. There's no separating anything. 
yeah. um, until we die. And so <laughs> the possibilities then Lisa are amazing because um, we can control our thoughts and it's hard. And um, all three of us have our own coaching businesses and um, it's, it's, we run into things that are very difficult um, when you're an entrepreneur um, and you're fasting as well. It's kind of parallel there. And um, there's a surrendering that goes in and into it. And there's also just this, the fasting component can help tremendously tamp down your emotion a little bit because it can help you step back and take a look at what am I thinking here? You know what? And then you can go to the Lord in adoration. What would you like me to do? How do you want me to align my will to yours? Um, to the point of, I even say in my course, you know, I'll go, I went to adoration at one point a year ago with my cream and my coffee. And I was like, Lord, I kind of want to give it up, but I really don't. And I was just struggling with cream and my coffee. Now I don't need the cream in my coffee anymore, but I had to struggle with him. I had to wrestle with him in adoration. I'm wrestling with my own sin. I'm not wrestling with him. Um, it's just attachment to food. And, you know, we get emotional about it. We get emotional about the alcohol. We get emotional about the food. You don't have to be an alcoholic or obese to do this. It's just like, you know, I want that. I want that. And then when you take a distant step from it, then you can be like, okay, the world sort of opens up, but you see your weakness and you got to deal with it. Amen. <laughs> it, 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 we, the three of us all do a lot of hard things, you know, like we, we running a business and living on the internet, so to speak. And, and just the things that we navigate as business owners, we all, we all do really hard things. Um, I'm currently going through a lot of hard things right now. I'm very, very pregnant with a whole bunch of kids in tow and we're, we're kind of houseless. My spiritual director keeps saying, you're not homeless, you're houseless. <laughs> you always have a home because you've got home is where your family is, but we are currently houseless. It is a reality. I am houseless and it's been hard, but it's, it's an interesting thing when I coach women in business, often there's, there, there's like an impasse where it's like, no, I just can't do that. I can't put myself on the internet. I can't, you know, write copy. I can't put myself out for scrutiny or for, you know, ridicule or whatever. Um, or I can't ask for more money. And what does that all have in common? It's, it's something hard. So whether your hard is houselessness or whether your hard is not wanting to show your face on camera, we all have to navigate something hard. And what I've learned is that the more you can deal with that negative emotion, mm. just deal with it and not with food or not with drink, but again, with Jesus, like that's truly, and, and again, when we talk about the body and, and the soul, it's in the body. Like you have a, 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 when I am anxious, there is a physical presence of anxiety I might have shallow breathing or my heart might be kind of like pitter patter or whatever it is my tummy might hurt everybody's anxiety can show up differently in the body and so if we can actually control the body with our thoughts and also with surrender to Jesus as opposed to something temporary that's what's been the most interesting uh sort of thing for me to observe in this season so I'm pregnant so I cannot go to some of the things that perhaps I'd be tempted to go to um, but I'm also very displaced. So sometimes I'm like, and I'm in, I'm in an area where like, I can't Uber eat something like that's been an interesting thing too. I've yeah. had to really just be in this season of like, it's you and me, Lord, like you are going to be my comfort. And that is, I guess what I'm trying to articulate here is it, again, it doesn't matter what your heart is. We're <laughs> all going to do things that are hard and you better believe it's going to be a little easier if you arm up with Jesus, as opposed to Yes. 
and the fun is over Doritos. Like that's sort of my new. (laughs) Well, what's really funny is this is just redemptive suffering. It tips dieting on its head because everything, all suffering is redemptive, everything. So everything you're going through right now, it's hard, but you can offer that up to Jesus, put it under, you can put yourself under the cross with him and say, this is, I'm very uncomfortable, Jesus. I'll, I'll sit in here with you and please help me, please, please help me with this. I, I do this all the time. And it's, it's, it's food. It's, it's whatever it is. It's redemptive suffering. And we can, it's, it's, we can, you know, offer that up to the Lord and we can use it. You know, I always say to all my kids, like, you know, don't let your suffering go wasted, you know, really, really just fast and pray with it. And, and anything, any discomfort you're in any pain, you know, offer that up. And I also think, um, Aaron, you know, we also have to have really good motivation. So we have to have something that's motivating us. When I first started fasting um, ages ago before life coaching, I would try to do it for Jesus. And then I would fail. And then I would be like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> and then actually someone asked me, um, so we'll just, 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 you know, tell yourself you love Jesus more than yourself. So I would, and then I would still fail. So at, at one point I had to take a, I had to take a weight goal. And then this this goal of my mom, getting her out of the, the, getting into the nursing home so that she wouldn't die alone. That was such a motivational factor for me that I would do. I was so hungry for God that I would do anything because we had, there was nothing left to do for her. So we fasted and prayed. And then I noticed that I was losing weight, which was also a really important goal for me. And so I was like, wow, I'm putting these two together. So we also can have goals and that's what can keep us afloat is, Mm moving towards a goal to change the unwanted behavior. So what do you think about that? Yeah. I mean, I love that. I mean, that that's actually what got me into fasting was when my mom was sick too. And it was, it was so easy for me. And and I jokingly say like my fasts count more because I'm a sanguine because <laughs> that is my, my temperament. And it's just kind of hard for us to fast. We just, we love good tasting food. We like to have fun, you know, so all these things. And I'm like, I know that's not true, but um, in some ways, <laughs> in yes, some it is. Way, it is true. It is true. No one take it away for it. That helped me. That motivated me, even though it was a lie. I was kind of like, okay, this is like this counts more. Um, no, but it was it was connecting this to that motivation was very profound. And I, I something that kind of occurred to me when um, I was in your program was just even how different um, people's charisms show up as they are praying for other people. And I think I talked to you about this, Beth, but um, I think I I would assume that a lot of people in your program have that charism of intercessory prayer, which they kind of feel that draw to pray for people. I'm not necessarily high in that, not saying that I can't intercessory pray, you know, that's not a thing, but um, I when I pray for people, I receive images. And so it changed the way that I prayed for people. When I was fasting, I was kind of like, okay, Lord, I know that this is how you speak to me and show me who I need to be praying for and what I need to be praying for them about. And it was just kind of a different language to use with the Lord in that intercessory place. Um, and so I, I think that was an interesting thing that was uncovered to me going through your course and just kind of thinking about how the Lord kind of speaks to everyone differently and how everybody in your program who were fasting beautifully for others, how the Lord may be speaking to them differently. And, and I was just contemplating that. 
Oh gosh, um, I love that. I've never thought about that before. That is, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't often ask him that. I, I'm choleric. So I'm like, Lord, this is who I'm fasting for. <laughs> well, he knows that about you. He made you that way beautifully. And he's like, look at this one. She's just yeah. like running through walls here. Yeah, she's bringing the hammer. Yeah, yeah, it, it's true. And and um, I always talk about um, St. Uh, Peter Chrysologist, who always says prayer knocks at the door, fasting obtains and mercy receives. And Lisa, you're in this right now because I always talk about that mercy as loose hands and that's very difficult. So we we, we, we pray and we fast and we have these goals. And then the Lord answers when he decides to answer with the desires of our heart, because he knows the desires more than we do, but it's difficult sometimes. And this is where that wrestling comes in, the waiting, um, and then the trust, and then you do, you do it all over again. Um, and it's, but the, but the fasting will hasten it. And all the saints say this, it, it speeds up the prayer and, um, you can even do it when you're pregnant in the way of, um, you know, you don't necessarily need candy. Like you could, you know, you can, you can trim down your sugar and you can trim down your flour, but it just depends on, you know, your, those darn uh, cravings when you're pregnant. How very, very difficult when you're pregnant. I can't even remember. It's been a while. So anyway, but um, yeah, so it is very, very interesting. And I think coaching and managing our thoughts is the key. I, I that is one thing about the book. Um, it's a great book and it got me started, but I, I, I just, my thought after I was done was I remember closing it and being like, I can't do this. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's a thought. <laughs> Which yeah. book was that? That was the Eat Fast Feast. That was Jay that was on before us. It, he, it's okay. the Eat Fast Feast. It's how I um, actually discovered this cycle of mm-hmm. the week that I use. And um, what's beautiful about it is I, I'm learning the church year now. So I'm looking for the feast days. I'm 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 looking at the Ember days. Right now we're in St. Michael's Lent um, for this current group that's in my course, just discovering all kinds of things. I, I'm discovering Our Lady of Sorrows lately. Um, that's coming up. I'm, it's just, I'm just getting so much more um, hungry for God. I mean, that's why we named it this is because as I've traded off sugar and flour and alcohol, alcohol being the hardest for me, as I've traded that off, um, I, I'm just, it's left me hungry for God. It's left me hungry for more and just more satiated. That's for sure. And easier to manage my thoughts, much easier. The loose hands yeah, is I, it's challenging, uh, you know, for me. I, I quote you all the time, Beth Bubick, all the time. I'm like, my friend Beth keeps talking about these loose hands. And if you're not familiar with this concept, it's just simply like you can have a goal, you can want. So in my case, like give me a more permanent home, Lord. Give it to me like tomorrow. Give it to me immediately in my budget in the location that I want. And I, the temptation is to be like, like, I need it now. I need it now. But what you, you put this very powerful visual of like, you hold it with loose hands. You still try to do the thing. You still go on, you know, realtor.ca. Like you still, you still look, you still put it out there and you still do the things that you can control, but then you hold the result with loose hands. But I want to come back to this whole thing of, again, what happens when it doesn't work out? Like what happens when you're in a season like I am where you keep applying for homes and you keep getting denied or you just, whatever, like just, it just keeps seeming to be like, the Lord is like, no, I need you to wait. I'm asking you to wait. I'm asking you to trust me and wait. It's been an interesting, interesting, interesting season. And what it, for me, it boils down to is your ability to navigate hard. So not run from it, like feel the emotion of whatever it is, whether it's despair or disappointment. And this is something that both of you have coached me on disappointment. Both of you have coached me 
many times on disappointment. But then also, and this is where I have Aaron's words in my head all the time. It's like, what's the alternative? Like when we talk about our thoughts around hard things, what is the alternative? Okay, so I'm still houseless. I'm still, we put in an application tonight. So I'm hoping <laughs> this one's going to be the winner. But so Lisa, Lisa, the, it's, it is your thoughts and it is the, it's really delving into, you know, that God does the impossible. So when something happens to me, because I've had a few things happen lately and I, and I, I'm literally saying in the chaos, you know, the Lord will take care of this. This is impossible. It doesn't mean I don't cry. It doesn't mean that I, I'm not disappointed. Um, I even said today to my, to one of, I'm so disappointed <laughs> about something. Um, but then when I heard myself, I immediately went to some videos like from YouTube that I always go to, to get motivated. And I just keep going. I just keep going. And I know that God's got it. I know he doesn't, he's got you. I pray for you all the time. I'm praying for this whole situation and it's going to be rectified, but for some reason, he he needs you in this season right now. And and it's it's that expression. What is the alternative? That's what that's my I mind. I see. You're saying what is okay. When I when I what yeah. is the alternative is my YouTube video. When I hear that phrase in my head, I'm like, what's the alternative? Okay, I could be sad and terrible and grumpy mm-hmm. and not a nice person to be around, or I can focus my thoughts. And this is what I mean about the pivot. You have to give yourself that time to feel, yes. to breathe, to cry, to do whatever. But then like mm-hmm. truly like what my YouTube video, like you're describing is it's for me, it's become very quick. It's like, what's the alternative right now? Here's well, the other thing for you. Here's the other thing for you. That's beautiful. And I think you're concentrate on this too. There are so many people holding you up. Your community is phenomenal. When I get on your Instagram, I look at all the all the people that love you. You are being held up like crazy. I know you're not comfortable. There's, I know it's some somehow it's not very comfortable, but you wait till you get to heaven one day and you're gonna see all the people that have been praying for you in this time and your children. And somehow this is gonna be, this is gonna work out better than you think, better than you even know. What do you think, Erin? I agree. I, I just think Lisa has. <laughs> It just, yeah, I I think, I think you are doing well too, Lisa. You are, you're holding things with empty hands, like loose hands. I think, I don't think you're giving yourself enough credit there, but, um, but I mean, I, I constantly am saying like, I don't know what I'd be doing if I were in your situation with 11 kids and like not having a, a solid house. So know that we are praying for you, certainly. But even just speaking on that, this is hard and you get to choose your hard too. Because like when you when you go to that alternative place where you're like, oh, I'll just go cry in the corner and I'll sit there and not saying it's it it is okay to cry. We I want to make that perfectly clear. But when you indulge in that for probably longer than you need to, you know, like that's hard too. So you get to choose your heart on either side, right? It's like, okay, Lord, this is what's in front of me. I can hold your hands and go right into it. And then this is my alternative. This is where I really want to go, you know? And and to be honest with the Lord there, he knows. He's not shocked by that. You know, he's never like, oh, here she goes again. Like he knows exactly where you're at. And like, just kind of this, and I think this is helpful too, Beth, for the people with fasting and people who are learning this new way of 
fasting, really. It's not dieting, it's fasting. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, they've been like brainwashed to think a certain way about food and their body and all of this stuff. But just to kind of give themselves space and time to be new at it and to kind of stink at it at first. Mm, I love that. Yeah. Permission to stink. I mean, this is what we say to all of our coaches, like the first couple of weeks in coach permission, training. You say per, permission to be a student because you taught me to say that. So in the first weeks that I start my course, permission to be a student, permission to wipe the slate clean, even though you can't because you have unconscious thoughts. And same thing with Lisa with this, how you know she's in a new place. She's She's in a new situation and it's hard. And so permission to be a student, permission to learn, permission to be really stinky at it because it's hard. It's easy to, it's easy to do something you've done over and over again. Right. Right. I'm not working that. But where's yeah. the, exactly where's the growth in that? And this is the point I think I'm trying to make here. It's like, I think sometimes I remember, I remember saying it to you, Beth. I remember exactly where I was standing in my kitchen in Ave Maria being like, there is no way Beth Bebic is getting me to give up my wine. Like I, I remember just saying, I remember literally hand on the counter, <laughs> looking at my husband. I was like, there is no way this is happening. But that's what I'm trying to articulate here. It's like, you can do hard and you don't have to do hard, like at like full throttle at the beginning. No, you you know, can even and that's what happened with me and, and wine. It was like, okay. It was like, I'm only going to drink on Wednesdays and Sundays. And that's how it began. And it, 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 I am still shocked at what happened in that season for me, where I then no longer really craved it. Yeah. You gave me incredible thoughts to think about how I would interact with my husband without alcohol. Like mm -hmm. what if date night could just be about Josh? And that produced such incredible fruits, like just such incredible fruits. Like that actually has worked beautifully for me. I'm really more attentive to people when I'm drinking a mocktail or just yeah. a Pellegrino. It took some time though. It was hard. <laughs> it took some time, but guess we what? Can out of, we can do hard things and we're out of time. Right. And I love you guys so much. And please, you guys, um, uh, please find Lisa. She's at Lisa Canning on all the socials and Erin Ingold is at Methanoia Catholic. And then um, what's the other one, Erin? Catholiccoaching.com. It's easy. Catholiccoaching.com. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're great. And and you guys, ha we have to have coaches. I have two right now. <laughs> 100%. You got to yeah. have a coach. So get a like coach. An army. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got to manage your mind. So you guys are wonderful. I love you so much. And um, one day we'll all be together. Okay, yeah. wait, what, what would we be drinking if we were all together? Mocktails. Like, yeah, I know. Oh. What kind? What kind of mocktail would we be drinking? The one that Beth has right now. Yeah, I'll send you that. But if it was a, but if it's a Saturday night, <laughs> drinking. <laughs> yes. See, that's the vigil. Yeah. yeah see? <laughs> we'll be together on a Saturday night. That'll be fun. We'll do both. Yeah. All right, you guys. So, so thankful for you guys. And we will talk to you soon. Thank you, Beth. Love you, Lisa. Thank you, Thank you guys. Bye. Coaching really is the key. We all know that our true hunger is for God. Like I had said before, Catholic women just need coaching, inspiration, the sacraments, and a program to find their way to fill up with God rather than food and drink. And don't forget doing all of this for a spiritual purpose. Never fast without a spiritual purpose because all suffering is redemptive. And we know that as Catholics. So it's interesting to think that 
I would need help with my own thoughts or you would need help with your own thoughts. But guess what? We do. And it's the only way to see what is really possible with God. And I can help you with that. So remember, overeating and overdrinking is just underfeeling most of the time. So with coaching, we can take care of all of it. So please share this podcast if it was inspiring for you so that others will hear the great message of Catholic coaching. And together, we will learn how to fast off of sugar, flour, and alcohol, especially on Wednesdays and Fridays throughout the year. Have a great week, my friends. Keep praying and keep fasting. And I will talk to you next week. May God bless you and keep you always. If you are interested in learning more about spiritual fasting and permanent weight loss, then come join my course, Delay and Pray, a 12-week guided course for weight loss through spiritual fasting. You won't go through it alone either. I will be there to coach you every step of the way. This is a group coaching program where you are part of an amazing community of like-minded Catholics who have the same goal as you, to bring about miracles while losing that weight permanently through spiritual fasting. Your purchase includes an online course detailing what spiritual fasting is, how to do it, and all the tools you you need to get you the results you're longing for. Head over to my website right now at thecatholicfastingcoach.com and get the details on how to join. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and LinkedIn to always get the latest daily information to help you keep fasting, my friends. Can't wait to see you in there. May God bless you and keep you always.